Thomas Sense Media, activated. Welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of the Edge Free Show. I'm your host, E. James, and with me is my podcasting extraordinaire co-host. This is free. And today, we're going to dive into conspiracy theories and what makes people go that way and some conspiracy theories themselves in an episode titled, It's a Conspiracy! Yeah, this is a... This has been fun, man, diving into this. Um, a little bit about the show and our format. So we uh, decided to change course a little bit based on some feedback that we've gotten from our listeners, our beta listeners. And thank y'all. It's because of y'all we're able to make these wonderful changes, these beneficial changes, at least to me and Free, Free and I, proper English, excuse me. So keep the feedback coming. Uh, what we're doing is we're taking more concepts and ideas and doing some in-depth research. And then we're dis- we're discussing that research together in the form of a podcast. And we hope that you learn, laugh, and uh, have thoughts. I don't want to say good or bad, but have thoughts in general, and you care to discuss them with us and share ideas of things that you would like us to dive into and weigh in on. So uh, with that, how you doing, brother? Doing all right. Just uh, had my cup of coffee, so I think I should be ready to go. Yeah, I've been up since about seven-ish this morning. I wanted to watch uh, that video you sent me and tie up a couple of loose ends on the research, which uh, leads me into my rant about Statista. So... We're both numbers guys, I'd say, and not like hardcore mathematicians, but we like to take facts and graphs and all these other stats and kind of help uh, formulate or form an, to help us form an opinion, make an informed uh, decision and, and give you guys like the facts, uh, like a responsible person would when they're diving into topics such as this. So I went to Statista, or sorry, I did a, a search on DuckDuckGo and mm-hmm. I saw some links pop up and I was like, oh, cool, Statista, I'm going to go to that. So I go to it and I get like a brief synopsis and then I can't access more. It wants me to sign up for an account. And like everything today, that's a whole separate rant. Everything wants an account. I'm like, good Lord, man, I just want to see something. But I get it. You know, they're putting in the hard work, whatever. And that's how they, they could charge you for whatever features, whatever. Okay. So I said, fine. I'll bite the bullet. I'll create an account. Well, well, well. I try to sign up for a business account because Common Sense Media is a business. I don't have a business email domain. I use my Gmail. It tells me this is an invalid email address. I put myself as the CEO and the owner, right? All my information, yeah. you can look me up. I, I have a number. I, my EIN is, is, is now available, or I think it's available now. I got to double check some documentation. But anyway, the point is, this information is now available. We are a legit company. And because I'm using a Gmail address, it wouldn't let me sign up 
<laughs> so what the heck? Yeah. So it's a limited feature set in what you get. So I'm going to reach out to somebody over there when we're done with the show today. I'm going to send an email and say, hey, I don't have a business domain, but I have a legit business. How do I get around this? Because I'm doing podcast and research, and I want to be able to have us give our audience proper information from a, 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 an accredited source, right? You know, somebody that's that's well-known in the industry. Yeah. So, yeah, man, that just really that really chaps me because it's like you have people that want access to information and you won't give it to them. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Just because they don't have a certain type of email domain. It's one thing to say, hey, if you want to unlock these features, you pay for it. Like, totally get that. But to say yeah. because your domain isn't a company name, and I, and I part of me kind of gets it. You're trying to lock out maybe trolls or people who are going to use this information for ill, but I mean, it's information. Just put it out there. People should be able to access this information. So that is, uh, yeah. that's ease rant today about <laughs> stats. Yeah, that is interesting. Keeping information. Like what exactly is an official domain. <laughs> well, dude, it's, it, this is, these are the kind of acts, you know, keeping information away from people that aid and people believing in things like conspiracy theories. <laughs> I guess so. And you start putting things together and like the, um, when you have that, what is that dang movie? Beautiful mind. Yeah. 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 And all the numbers start flying yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, oh used man. To- if I get these statistics. Yeah. Well, you, that's where you get guys that are sitting at home in the dark asking, saying stuff like, I'm just asking questions, man. I'm just asking questions. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So yeah, yeah, man. Anyway, you go. Uh, I, I want to spread some gratitude before we dive like right into it. As always, the Discord. We've been a little light lately on some of the activity in a Discord because we've been heads down as a as an entire unit. Uh, EFS, WFS, and some other things that are in the works going on behind the scenes. I am actually going to send a video out today. When we get done as well, <laughs> I'm going to send it out in the discord, you know, two, three minute and thank everybody for their patience and let them know what's going on behind the scenes and how we're trying to make everything we're doing at chasm like beneficial for them. So that's enough about that. I don't want to hijack our time. We're already six minutes into this and we ain't talking about the topic. So uh, let's get rolling. I think it's important to define what a conspiracy theory is. So I'll uh, I'll read that here for everybody's listening pleasure. Give me a second. Let's see here. So according to MiriamWebster.com, there are three that I see here. So a theory that explains an event, sorry, an event or set of circumstances as the result of a secret plot by usually powerful conspirators. <laughs> so mm. we'll dive into examples later, but one listed is Kennedy's assassination. Also a theory asserting that a secret of great importance is being kept from the public stats. Enough of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's the definition. According to Miriam Webster, I figured we just go straight to somebody who actually has books and whatnot, dictionaries, thesauruses, etc. So yeah, what would you like to start with in terms of 
some of these things. I know that what kind of started this was when I was talking about when I was listening to, well, I was watching Tim Pool's uh, episode with, forgot, I think it was Alex Stein. He randomly brought in the uh, the moon landing hoax thing. Yeah, and yeah. it was really funny watching them. It was, they, they were kind of off course, but Tim kind of let it happen because it was so funny and interesting. But they were going back and forth on the moon landing hoax theory and it it was just interesting i wasn't thinking that like his claims were totally like valid but it was like worth like looking into because i thought it was funny because he brought up questions and i was just thinking to myself wait a second i never really thought about this before (laughs) yeah yeah so and so for our audience here you know that was kind of the catalyst to this research that we we're doing uh or that we've done um we he mentioned that in an offhand conversation i don't don't even remember what exactly the context was and why you brought that story up but it kind of got my wheels spinning and i was like hey man let's look into the to the fake moon landing thing that'd be kind of that'd be kind of fun and then it just branched into well why don't we look at conspiracy theories in general and look at like what's available out there. And then maybe not just the conspiracy theories themselves, because a lot of these things are known, but what drives people to them. And so that's really where my mind went. And so I started doing uh, research and I, I got on, I got a lot of information from like verywellmind.com. And so one of the things they mentioned is like in a world where you might feel powerless and uh, alienated, it can be appealing to believe that there are forces plotting against you and your interest. Once these beliefs take root, cognitive biases and mental shortcuts reinforce and strengthen them. Many of the same factors that fuel other types of problematic thinking such as a belief in the paranormal also contribute to conspiracy theories. So I do take issue with the statement of them saying problematic thinking, such as the belief in the paranormal. I I don't, it it sounds almost to me kind of accusatory to use that language. I don't know how that sounds to you, but well, I mean the C the, the CIA apparently is who came up with the term conspiracy theory. Interesting. So, I mean, I could be wrong, but that's what I've heard time and time again, that they came up with the the idea of conspiracy theory as a term to kind of make people seem like they're loonies, you know? If if I remember correctly, and this may be something that we have to follow up on on the next episode, but when I was listening to, uh, I believe it was Raise the Dead, which is a podcast by uh, journalists. Uh, Justin Robert Young, host of Politics, 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 um, Mm -hmm. and We're Not Wrong, uh, which is also a political show, a.k.a. the political triad, uh, him, Jen Briney, and Andrew Heaton. Uh, On Raise the Dead, they talk about the Kennedy assassination, and I believe conspiracy theories originated, again, to your credit, I think from the CIA, in reference to people that were asking questions or had their doubts in relation to the Kennedy assassination. Like, again, yeah. That's something that um, we can follow up on. I, I, but I'm almost certain that's where I, I heard that sounds from. About, yeah. It sounds about right. And that, that's kind of why I think when people start to find those types of things out and they're just like, 
well, wait a second, why would they do something like that? What are they trying to hide? And that whole, I guess that veil in between you and what you, the truth that you don't know kind of makes you want to look into it more, I think. I think that that's part of it because when we were talking the other day about conspiracy theories and, well, the NASA thing with the moon landing, it was very interesting because when we talked about it on the phone, I was just like, well, I mean, that's going to be an easy topic because I'm sure that I can just go on YouTube and just type in moon landing conspiracy theory and I can find a documentary like that. Come to find out, it wasn't actually that easy. I actually didn't (laughs) find a legit documentary on uh, NASA moon landing conspiracy theories. I found, like I type in uh, fake moon landing or something and I get nothing but a bunch of debunk videos. And I'm like, what happens to the old YouTube where it lets you just go down the crazy rabbit hole of like the Illuminati videos? (laughs) Man, you start out looking at just like... Uh, George Washington. I remember this, and it was just like twenty years old or something like that. And you're just camping out on YouTube, and you just look up George Washington. If you just let the videos play, like five hours later, you're into this deep, ridiculous, crazy rabbit hole of like the Illuminati and everything like that. And YouTube has changed drastically from that. I mean, like quite literally. Like I thought that I could find a legit. And I, I mean legit conspiracy video on the moon landing by like saying somebody that is on the side of saying that the moon landing is fake. And I just couldn't find one. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and I, I would say that might be another topic. Throw that on the dart, on a dartboard. Um, but no, I, I think some of that has a deal with the fake news and, and alternative facts mindset, you know, and, and I'm, and this is not me taking a shot at, you know, the, the Republicans or anything like that. No, what I'm saying is misinformation the disinformation campaigns, Russia, et cetera, these companies, social, these social and big tech companies are trying their hardest to like scrub miss what, what has been classified as miss or disinformation from, the web and and I get it. I, I I do get it to a degree because it is problematic, you know, to have that stuff, uh, some of that stuff that is not everything, but to have people who with extreme beliefs go into their echo chambers, which part of my research and in going into why people believe in conspiracy theories, there is, you know, you think you're, you're there's the confirmation bias, right? And so people yeah. are, may have a certain idea already or and and like i said not even necessarily a belief just an idea and then you seek information to help strengthen your opinion in that direction and it's like see see it's right here it's right here and one one article i came across another another very well mined article man i was i was bookmarking stuff from them very like left and right but um one of the articles was like like ways your brain plays tricks on you. And two of them that I thought were very helpful in this research was like, your thinking is swayed by hidden biases. So things that you may not even, I guess, vocalize, you know, that's, 
it, it, but it's, it's there in your mind. And then also your brain likes to play the blame game. Something happens. You're trying to protect your own self-esteem and you're trying to guard that against your own fears or your failures. Right. So you're like, Oh no, 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 no. This can't be right. This is, this is, uh, that's, this is their fault. It's their fault. No, 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 no. It's for these reasons why I'm not where I want to be or the thing that I believe in uh, is being struck down or the thing I want to see or I want to hear that's being removed. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, that's I, a pretty distinctive thing right there. Yeah. Pretty it, common. It, it is. And so like, that's what kind of, to me would lead into this kind of thinking like, Oh man, my candidate lost. Uh, the election was rigged. Right. And that mm-hmm. we, we witnessed this in our lifetime when Gore versus Bush. And yeah, then we witnessed it. Times. And we, we, we saw how Democrats went crazy there. And then we saw how the Democrats went crazy with Hillary. And we see how the Republicans are going crazy with Trump, you know, and Trump won't let you forget it either. So, like, mm-hmm. this is not pointing fingers in either direction. It's, it happens just in that little example. Hey, we're blaming the other side. We're blaming this. We're blaming that, you know, with Clinton. We're blaming Russia. <laughs> you, yeah. you, you know what I mean? Yeah, so. for sure. It does. And it's really interesting. Just like me looking at the, I guess what started this conversation was the whole moon landing thing. And it was just really interesting. Cause I mean, I always grew up and you learn it in history class and you see the things on the news about it. And, documentaries and then like people bring up questions and i never really thought about it because um i want to believe that it was real you know and i and it's funny that we were talking about this because nasa actually has a uh i guess they call it the artemis mega moon rocket spacecraft so this is actually something that's gonna happen pretty soon um it's set to go in into orbit on the 29th of this month. Yeah. So, um, this is a new spacecraft that is going to go around the moon, but that's the thing that makes it really interesting. It's supposed to go around the moon and back, but it's not landing on the moon. And then also this is an unmanned spacecraft. Hmm. And when people start talking about these weird conspiracy theories and stuff, and we can't get there why haven't we gone back and yeah, i'm like exactly. that is a good question why haven't we gone back and um we still haven't i mean we still aren't we have a there's a nasa mission coming on august 29th and we still aren't going to land on the moon the the craft is not going on the moon and then there is there are no people on this on this spacecraft either so i'm like they're bringing up questions and it's still like i just looked it up and i well actually i didn't um i was on instagram and i was scrolling and uh there's a company that i follow it's mm-hmm. called l3 harris uh-huh. um l3 harris makes uh, a whole bunch of stuff i mean from missiles to um night vision um they do the I believe like the uh, electronics and instrument panels and stuff like that for NASA spacecraft. Really? So um, they're a huge, huge company. Hmm. Um, and they do a lot of con- contracting for our, for our government and military. Hmm. 
And they had posted a picture of this spacecraft because they did the electronics and stuff like that for it. And I was just like, what the heck is the Artemis Mega Moon Rocket? And this was just this past week. So that's why I started looking into it. And I'm like, oh, so people are like, oh, the moon landing was fake. We can't go back. And I'm like, oh, well, we have a new moon rocket. So wait a second. <laughs> you look into it and you're just like, wait a second. There's no people on the freaking craft. And also they aren't landing on the moon. <laughs> what, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. Well, you know, it's, I, I, I honestly, I, I don't want to say that, that, is valid, but I will say I can understand why people feel the way they feel with that particular example being the the moon landing and feeling like, well, okay, we haven't been back in forever. Why is that? You know, did they see something? Did they find something? Was it even real? You know, like I remember when I watched and we, we both love this movie. Shout out to Christopher Nolan for interstellar and one of my favorite composers, Hans Zimmer and that wonderful score. I just had to point that out being a uh, aspiring uh, home composer myself. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But anyway, in that movie, they mention, Oh, Oh, what's her name? Jessica Chastain's character, uh, Matthew McConaughey's daughter says, Oh, you know, that was, something about propaganda, Russian propaganda in the space race. You know, we, they, I, oh. I, I forgot the line in particular. I wish I would have looked that up before I, I mentioned it, but yeah, there's something, there was All a right. line of, where she mentions that. And I was just like, is that a thing? <laughs> and later on, I, I think, I, I think I Googled it after the movie, like within a month and I went, Oh snap, that it really is a thing. Like What? Really? People are doubting that, but at the same time, well, at the same time, you look at and this is this lends to a larger conversation, but when we were kids, that's what we were told. And we had no other reason, we had no reason to believe otherwise. For sure. You know, I, I mean, mean and, and there are both many, of the places too. And there's many things out there like that that you've been told and you've had no reason to believe otherwise. So, yeah, I, I, I can understand how people feel that way. Like, I, I really do, because it's like we haven't been back and one would assume, actually not even assume, it is a fact. Our technology is much better now than it was then. I mean, you look at, you look at old computing systems just as an example and you'd have rooms, big rooms full of these machines that were processing what's a mere, you know, nothing today. Like I remember, <clears throat> excuse me, I remember when I got my first terabyte thumb drive, or sorry, excuse me, my first eight gigabyte thumb drive. And I was like, dude, <laughs> eight gigabytes, that's massive. <laughs> and now, yeah. and then when I got a terabyte hard drive, I was like, I'm never going to fill up a terabyte. <laughs> never. Now my new MacBook is got two terabytes and yeah, I'm like, yeah, I could fill that up. So I'm very choosy in the stuff that I put on there between the music and the shows and photos and software updates. And then that, you know, that in themselves, you got to think about that concept of computing and what's going into these space rockets now that are traversing the galaxy, you know, 
or, or, or yeah. our, our star system at least. Yeah, and it's really weird to to make the claim that we've gone backwards in our capabilities, yeah, and that's what some people point out. But it's really interesting because I was looking at trying to find like as much as I could on like the going for the conspiracy kind of videos. It was really hard to find. I was literally like, it felt like I was combating the algorithm to find something like that. Yeah, but. I found something, and it's really interesting that they lost the freaking telemetry tapes for, for I guess the Apollo Eleven, and they just don't have them anymore. Um, they can't locate them. They can't find them, um, and that's one of the things that people point out about the moon landing. It'd be like, well, where are the telemetry tapes? And it'd be like, oh, they lost them, or they reused them for other flights to record the other flights and i was just like come on man this is nasa that doesn't make any sense right why would you erase a tape why would you erase a tape to to do another one you built a freaking spacecraft you can you can put another tape up in there but there's weird things with it and you're just like they lost so much information and lost so much data for these flights and everything like that and they just throw their hands up and be like, oh, yeah, it's gone. Mm. And not saying that I don't think that the that the moon landing is fake, but it's just interesting, like, when you start to look at, at those types of things. And I, I started thinking of it from a different perspective. And I'm like, okay, if I looked at it from the perspective of somebody that lived in a different country... Mm-hmm the idea of the moon landing being fake is not crazy. You know, if you lived in a different country or something like that, you're just like, yeah, I think it's fake. Why do you, why do you think, why do you think living in a different country would, would give a, um, would give a different take on the moon landing? Because it was the space race between America and the Russians. You think if you, I mean, like, just as a strong example, mm-hmm. um, if you lived in Russia, you probably would think that it's fake. They lied. Like, why could they go and we couldn't? Right. right. You know, and uh, I mean, for other countries and everything like that, I mean, it probably wouldn't be in your face as much to tell you that the moon landing is real. You'd be like, it's a historic event, but there's a lot of pride behind. Um, the moon landing for America, you know, technical technological advancements and being the being first, you know. Yes, and I being was being on top. Yes. And if you yes. lived in a different country, it wouldn't be that crazy, I think, to run into somebody that says that they think that it's fake. I'm glad you said that because that's what I was thinking. There's a lot of pride in being first. I mean, hell, look at our journalism, right? You know, a lot of and I, I'm going to put journalism in quotes now because you look at articles that get thrown out there and it's not always about being the most accurate. It's just beating your competitor to the punch. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, like how many headlines have you seen that are clickbaity? You go into the ad that you see the headline, you're like, oh, wow, holy smokes. And then there's little to no substance. It's just, yeah, we heard a thing. Yeah, I thought you had something for me, man. Like, what are you doing? So, yeah, I I, I think you're uh, 
I, I can understand that. I could totally understand that, you know, and, and that's, so in this research that I did or my, my portion of the research, again, going for like explanations into why folks believe that, you know, there were three categories. You had uh, epistemic, existential, and social uh, explanations as to, to suggest, not to explain entirely, but just to suggest um, reasons why people believe in the conspiracy theories. So like to explain what epistemic is, a need for understanding and consistency. So something like the moon landing, I think definitely falls into that place, that category, a need for understanding. Like, okay, why didn't we go back? Like my brain... If if I'm trying to oversimplify it for E's brain, my brain, maybe when we went to the moon and after surveillance, you know, thereafter, there just wasn't really anything there of value. So mm-hmm. you look at our space efforts now and it, everything's pointing to Mars. They're like, ah, yeah, okay, that's the moon. Uh, but Mars, man, Mars, everybody focus on Mars. All of our, a lot, not all of our, but a lot of our science fiction that actually focuses on our real planet system. You look at a show like The Expanse, for example, uh, <laughs> Texans left Earth and went and colonized Mars. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so we colonize Mars. You look at Total Recall. We colonize Mars. We got to get to Mars. Ah, two weeks. You know, all these, all this, so this, this stuff has been talked about. For decades, decades and decades. So I wonder if that was part of the reason why we haven't, if we if we haven't gone or if we have gone, which I would find it extremely hard to believe. It just hasn't been advertised as much. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe, maybe they're like, all right, this is the moon. Yep. Lots of craters here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, they, they've been we out to the I mean, there's been multiple missions to the moon. Absolutely, it just hasn't happened for like 40 years. Or right, something like right, that. right. So, so and I, and yeah. I'm just that again. That's just me kind of looking for. Hey, that's my epistemic thinking. A need for understanding and consistency. I don't know. I'm not saying I. Be, I'm, we faked going to the moon, of course, but just that need for understanding. The next, the next. Uh, uh, excuse me. The next category is existential a need for control. I mm. thought that one's kind of interesting. You know, it's like people want to maybe control the narrative or they like, I think that kind of lends itself to understanding as well. So like examples, um, and you know, examples of existential, uh, let me just go back and give you a couple to make this more clear. So it, it says, there's also evidence that people turn to conspiracy theory theories as a way of feeling safer and more in control. When people feel threatened in some way, detecting sources of danger can be a way of coping with anxiety. So what the research suggests, one study found that people who feel psychologically and sociopolitically disempowered are more likely to believe in conspiracy theories. Uh, Another study found that people are more likely to believe in conspiracy theories when they are experiencing anxiety. So that that one's interesting. And then the third category is just social with a need to feel special or a need to belong and so that's where you get weird yeah so um that's for example and i mentioned this political one earlier they are they are on the losing side of a political issue 
Blake, that goes into what I was talking about. Your uh, when your brain likes to play games, play the blame game. Hey, we lost, yeah. and here's why. Uh, they have lower social status due to income or ethnicity. I want to find out. Well, that's that's interesting to me. I, I feel like education would be probably a little bit better, but sure, why not? They have experienced social ostracism, and they are prejudiced against enemy groups they perceive as powerful. Now that leads into the video we watched about yeah. the Bohemian Club in Grove, which we'll we'll unpack that shortly. But you think about the Illuminati. Bilderberg, man, <laughs> you know, yeah. these larger groups that we have put, I don't want to say necessarily a straw man and, and not we as in you and I, but like as a society or the, or, or them, you know, they, them, not, you know, not making fun of pronouns, but literally they, them, that group of conspiracy theorists or people who share that, uh, um, contribute to that ideology kind of put up these these powers that be so to speak you always hear about george soros you know he's controlling everything man he's got everything bro i'm telling you you know it's it's a secret plot man you know you've heard the whole they're trying to depopulate the earth man you got those guys out there that that do the us versus them now i think this is less of a conspiracy in my opinion Maybe because I feel that I'm a rational being and you and I have said this and we hear it interchange on media all over. But the feeling of the elite class, right, versus mm-hmm. the normies, us in the working class, the middle class. Yeah. You know, that is another if you if you do it from a social economic socioeconomic status, then you're also putting them in that group that we perceive as powerful, the elites. So yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, pretty much, I would say that there's there's a lot that combats the idea of those types of things, mm-hmm. where you talk about the elites and the working class and the lower class and everything like that, because a lot of people don't want to hear anything about it, and you're just like, wait a second, like, okay, so if I told you that there are and this part isn't a conspiracy. I just want to be clear about this. But like, there are meetings. Like, if you talk about the Bilderberg, or if you talk about um, what is the one in Switzerland? Um, G eight. Or is it yeah, G, and the G, the uh, G and also summit. like the yeah. yeah, and the World Economic Forum and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. We're talking about um, things like I guess we wouldn't get into skull and bones with that, but um, <laughs> the bohemian club and everything like that we're literally talking about the world's richest and most powerful and influential people that are getting together and discussing things in privacy so i mean yeah there's a ton of room to speculate there and i think that that's fair um because when you look at it from the way that our government works our government is chosen by us to represent us. There's no reason why they should be talking with people that are not elected by us, cutting deals, making changes, talking about policy outside of that. Mm-hmm. You know, that, yeah. that, that, that's not what we signed up for as an American 
or as a taxpayer and be like, I get it. Like if you want to talk to other government officials in other countries about your foreign policy and such, but these are private. And I don't mean, I'm not saying just private in a sense is you can't bring cameras in there. This is not regulated by a, this is not regulated by any kind of government or anything like that. We're talking about people making choices and making business deals on on behalf of their own interests or friends' interests or something like that, not on behalf of the people that they represent, which is wrong. And I think that I think that everybody should should view that as not okay. Um, if you if you want your government or your structure of your country to be subverted, that's the way that it that it gets subverted. Is like, dude. I don't know who this guy is, but they're putting money into his pocket because he's part of the cool club. Yeah. And I'm like, nobody voted for this guy. He's not, he's not a, an official at anything, you know? Um, but they're, they're talking together and making these things happen because I scratch your back, you scratch mine. Like when you look at things with the world economic forum, or you look at the way that things are with Bohemian Grove, I mean, no, the bohemian club um it, it just it, it doesn't align with the way that the country is supposed to work based on our constitution what we've mentioned now the bohemian club multiple times so let's 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 discuss that we watched a youtube video well it's it's from the history channel we're not we're not just watching timmy in his basement talking about bohemian club um yeah and that's something that we could, we should share in show notes when we publish these episodes but it is actually from the history channel brian metzer or meltzer is the host uh it's decoded is the name of the show so uh free sent that to me i watched it this morning after looking at a bunch of articles and i'm gonna work a little bit out of order here um because you said something that I find is important. It actually aligns with what what uh, Metzer Meltzer. God, you know what? Let me just let me just be right here for a second. Decoded TV series. There we go. I want to I want to be respectful to the host and, and get his name right. Yes, it is Meltzer. Okay, so Brian Meltzer said it's important that there'd be more transparency in these things. Like the, I'm going to skip to the end. There are three people who did research. What was it? Mac, um, Mac buddy. And I forgot the other gentleman's name, but three people went into Bohemian club or tried to get in at one point. They bring in Alex Jones to do it, to go with them and find a way down the river <laughs> Because <laughs> I guess Alex Jones, he he talks about how he was able to go up to the gate, go down to the swamp, get into a truck, and he knows the name of a Texas or southwestern region group that was called the Hillbillies, and he was able to ride and take video of what happened at Bohemia Grove, and they couldn't show it because it violates trespassing laws and whatever but Meltzer yeah. said he did watch the video Alex Jones provided it's kind of funny how that he comes up again right but yeah. um the the three hosts that went said hey you know because two of them ended up getting arrested uh there was a group of four 
There were three hosts plus Alex Jones. Two of them ended up getting arrested, sitting and holding for nine hours, 30 miles away in Santa Rosa, California. And Mac, the lady, she says, you know, I started really thinking about it. And I think it's important to know what's going on in there. But I also understand, like, they came to the conclusion that it's just a meeting of, yes, powerful people. They do have a right to privacy. I will say that. they I agree with that. They do have a right to privacy and the right to assembly, you know, under under our constitutional rights. So, but they kind of, they kind of sort of wrote it off there. Mm -hmm. And Brian at the very end, he had the final word on it. Like, yeah, I'd kind of disagree with that. Like, cool. It's great. Yeah. You're able to get together and do your thing, but we need to know more about some of these decisions that are being made for us as a society. There needs to be more transparency in that. And I think you and I can, we both agree with that. Would you say that? Yeah, for sure. And that that's kind of what I'm, my whole point on it is like, yeah. this is an unofficial meeting of some government, people in government um, and higher ups and big corporate companies and things like that making decisions. Just to give people a little bit of background on what Bohemian Club is, it was started in 1872. There are no women allowed. Their motto comes from Shakespeare's Midnight Summer's Dream. Weaving spiders come not here. That sounds really cool. Meltzer said that too. I've never actually read that book. My wife has got it. She's a, she's a poetry nut. Um, you have to be a member. It consists of, as Free said, powerful, rich people, usually politicians, celebrities, world leaders, etc., they said Walter. I just I thought this was funny. I had to take note of this. Walter Cronkite's voice is in the owl. They have like a forty foot owl that they do what's called the, uh, the the cremation of care ceremony or ritual, and they got a big pyrotechnic show, and the owl speaks to the whole crowd, and ah, it's like a party for two weeks. People getting naked, peeing on trees, that made me laugh. And since no women are allowed, they have men in drag. They, uh, there is a picture of one lady who doesn't live very far from the Bohemian Club. She has some pictures of people who are snuck, uh, like people that snuck out information to her. A picture of men in drag, and it's called Bohos and Drag. It was a picture from the 40s. Um, the hmm. Manhattan Project apparently, allegedly started there, which if you don't know what the Manhattan Project is, I know you know, Free, but uh, the Manhattan Project is what led to the making of the atomic bomb. Uh, they, so yeah, they, like I said, they took boats up there and they sailed down a river. They landed. There were no trespassing signs outside the club or outside the property. And so they went up and then they were swiftly met with law enforcement. <laughs> yeah. So it now, didn't seem like it took very long at all. Not very long at all. Yeah. So I, I just kind of wanted to detail some of the notes that I took to give people information about what the Bohemian club is, some of the background. So it, we don't just keep name dropping it. Um, you people, listeners out there, feel free to do more research. There's a lot more about it than what free and I have time to explain today, but it is interesting. Now, Here's where the skeptic in me comes in. I squint at this because it's on TV. And my mind's like, it's discovery, man. They've got some connections. You never know if there's, because we, again, powerful people, celebrities, 
And they might be, they might have some people up top. They don't even know that work there. It's like, yo, cut them loose. Let them go. You know? So I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying that what they're doing, like what I'm not saying they're at hundred percent fake, but it's just like, it was, it's TV. Yeah. I'm even up for that. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely like more of a skeptic anyways, but I'm yeah. even willing to entertain that. I mean, yeah. And I don't want to say whoever owns the history channel. Yeah. Probably goes to the freaking Bohemian Grove. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's a possibility. I want, I don't want to make accusations, but it's, it's definitely, there's a conspiracy theory right there, man. No, I'm just saying, I mean, like, I, I'm, I'm saying I wouldn't be surprised. You know? I wouldn't like, either. Okay, Hon- honestly, yeah. I wouldn't either. Um, and so yeah. like my, my brain as the skeptic was just like, could this be propaganda to, to get to pr- deter people from going there? It's like, this is what happens when you try to approach Bohemian Club or Grove, like nah, nah, son, you can't come up here. We're shutting you down. Slice. So I, I don't know. It, it was it was a it was an entertaining watch though. Um, it I I I learned. So I I do appreciate you sharing that with me because um, I've always known about the Bohemian Club. I've seen things on it. There's information that I forgot, but I I I do like the presentation of the video because you got like all the important facts right out of the way, uh, right. Got not right out of the way, but you got them right away. And so that's yeah. why I took these notes. Cause I was like, okay, I think this will be good for our listeners. Yeah. So that, yeah, that was a pretty interesting. One. Does that count as a, would you put that in the secret societies category? I would say so. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that that goes in kind of the secret societies category. Or, or not so secret societies. It's, well, it's like it's not so secret because people know about it, but just don't know what the heck's going on there. And it's same thing with like Skull and Bones or something like that. Like if we wanted to transition into that, and and we Masons. talked about it for just a little bit. Well, if people don't know what Skull and Bones is, and it's a secret society um, that is at Yale University that has presented some pretty powerful individuals um, in our history as a country. I mean, we've got three presidents, um, got Taft, both Bushes. Mm-hmm. Um, and also people didn't even know that, uh, what was it? Was it daddy Bush? That was director of the CIA. Yeah. HW at one point in time. Yep. HW. Yeah. Man. So, Texas yeah. I call him daddy Bush. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so daddy Bush was also a director of the CIA as well. So we've had three presidents come out of there and I was going down, um, the list cause this is from business insider. Um, and they're talking about, uh, 13 most powerful members of skull and bones. And if people don't know anything about skull and bones and how interesting it is, be like some of the people that have come out of here have played very prominent roles in our country. Um, like I said about the, the presidents and all that stuff. But one that I did find really interesting looking at this list from business insider. Well, of course you got John Kerry in there. Yeah. Um, that's what I was going to mention him. You got it though. Go ahead. Yeah. John Kerry is a, a member of skull and bones and it's very, very exclusive. Not very many people can, can get into it. I mean, we got George W. Bush in here, which I think is funny because George W. Bush went to Yale and I'm like, George W. Bush does not seem like the, most witty guy to go into Yale and also become part of this exclusive club. But 
whatever. But there's one that I found very interesting. And I think that a lot of people would look over this. But um, what is it? Um, Stephen A. Schwartzman. Um, he was a member of Skull and Bones. Hmm. And he actually is a part of the Blackstone... I guess IPO. Um, so they're a hedge fund company. Oh yeah. And Blackstone has been, yeah, Blackstone and BlackRock and all those things, big hedge fund companies. And he was part of Skull and Bones. And I think it's funny because I had never heard of BlackRock or Blackstone up until like last years with all the crazy stuff with the housing. Um, and if you, have paid attention if you have a home or if you're interested in buying a home or whatever in the past couple years, you would know that it's absolutely been insane. Yes. Um, the prices have been unpredictable. The market in terms of availability has been insane. I work in new homes. Um, so I work for a home builder and it's been crazy. It's slowed down, but it's been absolutely insane. Prices have jumped, um, and availability is so scarce with available homes that new homes are where it's at. You know, like yeah. it's really tough to find a home that's that's been lived in. But I was going to bring up this article just because I'm correlating with a Skull and Bones member being a part of. Uh, Blackstone, mm-hmm. and there's a New York Times article that I brought up, and it says Blackstone expands further into rental housing in the United States. And some people don't know this, but a lot of properties, private, um, like single-family homes and everything like that, have been bought out by these big, huge hedge fund companies like Blackstone and BlackRock. And I think it's interesting that you have people that are in Skull and Bones that end up being in very influential and very prominent roles. Um, and just tagging that on from, uh, from like Bohemian. So, huh? What are your thoughts on that? Um, well, a surprised. I am not in the spirit of Yoda. <laughs> and yeah, mm-hmm. I, as, as soon as you said Blackstone, Black Rock, I was like, Oh yeah. I remember those guys. Those are the housing guys. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting because it's like they're they are they're buying up a lot of stuff. And if you are wearing your tinfoil hat <laughs> and that your paranoia is up and you're thinking about conspiracies, it's like, you know, what's up with that? Why are they buying up everything? You know? More money, man. Well, money, 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 money. Yeah, and I mean, like, if you see what I said, um, and it says uh, for this business insider, they were saying that this particular person says in November 2015, business insider referred to him as the richest man in private equity. Really? Go over to this New York Times article that was published, I believe, in February, yeah, February 16th, 2022. I'll read this title again. Blackstone extends and extends further into rental housing in the United States. Keyword rental. rental. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I, I can't tell you how many people are, I, I know that are having 
that they've been forced into renting homes. Yeah, man. Um, it's sad. Yeah. Yeah, dude. You don't have an option. It's tough. I mean, it's, you know, the old adage, right? Like, at least at least from what I've heard, I don't, I don't want to, maybe it's not an adage, but I frequently, often heard, you know, once you start paying, like, depending on where you live, a certain amount, you might as well just buy a home. But now the cost of ownership, like, for example, here in San Antonio, Texas, where we're located, once you start paying about a grand or at least five years ago, 10 years ago, you start paying like a grand to twelve hundred on a on a rental house. You might as well buy a house because you can get a mortgage for the same price or cheaper. Mm -hmm. And now that's becoming less true. And it sucks because, I mean, people's mortgages are going up with inflation, et cetera. And, you know, you've got the new inflation reduction act that's out. That's I I believe supposed to help combat some of that. I know there's a huge emphasis on climate change. I'm not going to dive into that because I'm not well read on it, but just pointing out that there are things in place that are supposed to help with that. But, you know, the damage has been done up until this point and the, the companies like BlackRock getting into rental, if they're doing it to like corporations, like other businesses, okay. Average people? No, I don't. I don't like that. I don't like that at all because every not not at everybody, but the the American dream, right? You know, you got your land or you got your home with your white picket fence, some wife and kids, if that's what you desire, or you know what I mean. Like you've got your own slice of America cut out for you, and the cost of ownership, man, is just it's not what it was before. You know, it's just, it's it's ridiculous. And so when you got these mega companies like a Blackstone or a BlackRock buying this stuff up, man, like I just take issue with with that. It's like, just (laughs) leave it alone. Leave us alone. But, you know, what do people with power want, man? More power, more money. Yeah. um, Yeah, because we're talking about private, private homes. Yeah, private homes versus rentals, man. Like, and and then I believe, uh, again, we could follow up on this. If I'm not mistaken, that company in particular, BlackRock. Are you talking about BlackRock or Blackstone? Uh, they're, they're very, very close. Oh, shoot. Closely. Named, um, so. You know what? I'm just going to say one of them. I, I can't. One of them. Yes. Because I, I, man, I swear to God, I, I heard this or read this uh, earlier this year, but like buying up properties in cities and then just sitting on them. Oh yeah. Waiting for the market to come back. Like just buying them up, just taking them away from people, so to speak, and just and just squatting on it. And that drives me up the wall because it's like, if you're not gonna do anything with it right away, what are you doing? Leave it like let give people a chance, man. And there's a and there's a growing problem. Like I watched uh I watched a video on YouTube from it's either MSNBC or one of the news publications. It's just, I, I, I was looking at inflation and, and people flood moving from the coast more into the Midwest and the South because the, the demand for homes exceeds that of what's available to people. Mm-hmm. And when you think about a company like this, buying up all that stuff, they're kind of driving that and what's the interest. And now going back to the epistemic 
way of thinking that leads to conspiracy theories, the need for understanding, right? Plus, yeah. Plus with the idea of the social aspect, the enemy, right? We're going full circle that need to understand. Plus like, Hey man, I need to have an enemy, a they versus us thing. They, they fit that bill. And then people can start looking at trends and following the money. And then they see that this guy is a part of, you said skull and bones, correct? Yeah. You look at skull and bones and then you start looking at who's in that club. And then you look at who's in these other clubs and the circles they run with. And it, it doesn't take you very long to start go, drawing on or putting, putting pictures, newspaper clippings and printouts on your wall with red string yeah, <laughs> going exactly i'm just asking questions man look at this here's the correlation it doesn't take you long to go down that rabbit hole now some of this research there may be truth to some of these theories i don't know but that that's that's very interesting to me i want yeah. to uh if if you're okay go ahead go ahead you're okay. say so so i think it's a good good way to relate it to kind of what we were talking about earlier with the idea of bohemian grove yes bohemian club um i'm not first from foremost i'm not saying that this is the case Mm -hmm. i'm saying that this is the reason why i think that there should be transparency and also that dealings and stuff like that are it, it can be kind of weird and murky be like okay so if somebody like this guy from Blackstone that I was reading about um, that was in Skull and Bones, if he was a Bohemian um, club member, if he was telling everybody like, hey, we're going to crash this market, make sure that you guys buy properties, wouldn't you think that that's not okay? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm not saying that he's doing that. I'm just saying like, if there were business dealings or talks of certain things that, Hey, we're going to, there's going to be a crazy market with the homes and everything like that come next, next year or something. So if you have the extra cash, you know, while you're drinking your booze or whatever, you got the extra cash, then, uh, why don't you just buy yourself a couple of extra houses and everything like that? You're going to make a quick buck next year. And I, and, and I mean, I saw the craziness coming with the housing market. Yeah. So I was glad that I bought when I did. Likewise. And you bought when you did. And I was trying my best to try and like encourage you. It was like, dude, you should. Yeah, you were. It's no, get you crazy. were. <laughs> like it's going to get crazy. Not yeah, them man. just like trying to give financial advice. I have. I have like like maybe like six friends that bought houses in 2020, and I mean it would be a totally different game if I would have waited a one two years, totally different game. Um, the housing market's been absolutely insane, but if there were, if there were certain things going on like this, where they're talking about these types of things, where you see the market is getting kind of crazy, um, where you see. Um, like somebody like Bill Gates or something like that, buying up all the farmland and all that stuff and be like, that's weird. That's another one. That's weird. That's another one. Yeah. Got people asking questions. Yeah. But I mean, like if somebody were to do something like that, I don't even know if Bill Gates is part of any of these things, but um, if there was something like that and be like, Hey man, Bill Gates is buying up farmland and they talking about it at the 
at the club party or something to be like, hey, oh, man. I guess I'm going to buy up some farmland and let him buy it off of me. <laughs> now, Wild Bill may not be associated with that particular sector of conspiracy theories, but they do yeah. say he's got ties to Epstein. Yeah. So yeah. that's, and that right there, dude, that's a that whole wasn't a conspiracy theory that, that, all along, right? Yeah. That's, that's a whole other rabbit hole you can, you can dive down. And so, Hey man, I want to, we're coming up, we're, we're at an hour and we're, okay. we're looking to wrap up soon here, but I just want to uh, list off from live science.com. It says 13 of the best conspiracy theories. I thought you might have fun with this. Um, if you go to the show notes, the very, it, it's, there's a link to it, but the top of the article, my brother, from a fake moon landing to wild ideas about JFK's assassination, conspiracy theories and believers abound. This was mm-hmm. published last year on December 17th. So uh, I'm just going to read them by name. The 9-11 conspiracies, if you're familiar with oh that. Oh, gosh. 9-11 was an inside job. Yep, yep. Alex Jones Don't was, get me was talking about that, that. Princess Diana's murder. Subliminal mm. advertising. I don't think that's so much as a conspiracy theory as it's a fact. Like you don't even realize ads work on you. Mm-hmm. I mean, for example, hey, I just bought, I, I just purchased some Rode NTH 100 headphones because the curiosity, curiosity and their sound quality got to me. I bought them on Amazon to try them. So that's, I, I don't even think that's a conspiracy that, that, that stuff just works. <laughs> moon, yeah. moon landing hoax. Uh, mm-hmm. Paul McCartney's death. I'm not familiar with this one, but it says, I don't know anything about it. Yeah. So it says until mid 2019, he was still touring it touring. In fact, he would probably would still be if the coronavirus pandemic hadn't canceled his gigs. But, uh, it says pretty good for a guy that has some conspiracy theorists. I think he died in 1966. Put a pin on that. Cause I'm going to go, we're going to go full circle into something else. Um, John JFK's assassination, Roswell crash and cover up UFOs. Mm-hmm. Uh, protocols of the elders of Zion. No, I don't know anything about that. No clue what that's about. The satanic panic. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then chemtrails. Oh, we hear about chemtrails all the time. Oh, my God. All the time. Oh, yeah. Barack Obama birtherism. Show us your birth certificate. like where his... Oh, his Show us your birth certificate. COVID okay. and 5G. That one was one of my favorites. Over that one's crazy. Uh, birds aren't real. Oh, my my sister-in-law jokes about this all the time. The the birds on the power lines. Really? Yeah. I didn't it's know that hilarious. was a thing. Birds aren't okay. real. Like that made. Okay, so no, no, no. You gotta <laughs> listen to this. You gotta listen to this. So birds are not real. It's like the concept that birds are not real, and they are like, I guess, machines from the government, like, mm-hmm. in disguise, and they record everything, and uh, be like, well, how does that work? Like, they, you'd have to, like, take them back to a place and, like, plug them in or something like that. Be like, no, they charge on the power lines. <laughs> okay, I got it. <laughs> it's Whoa. hilarious, dude. I've got a homie that believes uh, pigeons aren't real birds. He's like, you ever seen a baby pigeon? Look at that picture. That's not what they end up looking like, bro. No, that's the, the, but that was specific to pigeons. Hilarious! Oh my yeah, gosh! But, yeah, All right, it's, it's pretty funny. I I love that theory. It's oh not that I believe God. it, but I think it's freaking great. So so what is that? And that's where I wanted to end. What is one like one or two of your favorites? That sounds like it's one of them. <laughs> I think it's funny. It's more like it's funny, right? Um, of course, like of course. favorite conspiracy theory. I wouldn't say it's 
it's a favorite, but the one that I think about a lot is um, is nine eleven. Oh yeah, scary. yeah. But that it, one is. But that it's, one is it's, it's more scary. of like it's a scary thing. Like, dude, nine eleven. That one's weird. That that one. I, I, that's not a favorite of mine. That one is like, hmm. <laughs> wow. Okay. I don't know yeah, what to say about that's that. That's why I say it's not a. It's not exact. It would. I wouldn't say it's a favorite. It's the one that's most intriguing, but it because it's very scary. My like, f- I feel like sometimes if I dive too much or something, if I was like doing too much research, like somebody's gonna kick my door in. <laughs> yeah, he knows too much. Yeah, <laughs> grab all it's the hard drives. Weird. Yeah. Now one of my one of my favorites is like the replacement thing. So like. That's oh. where I was mentioning Paul McCartney. You know, they're saying he died in 1966. And uh, I just, I started laughing because immediately, immediately, and this was by pure accident, when we were talking about this idea and then some of the research we did post our last show when we were looking at the um, the Confederacy and Civil Rights Acts and whatever. And then, like, I, I forgot, somewhere in between these two, I stumbled upon an article and I may have mentioned this to you before, but this is for the sake of the group or the audience where celebrities had been replaced. Like there's a theory that Avril Lavigne is not really Avril Lavigne. It's some Mm. other actress playing her and that she died long time ago. Just like I've seen on YouTube under the comment section for anything pertaining to Dave Chappelle um, multiple times they go, well, that's not really Dave Chappelle. They replaced him. Yeah, I hear about those things all <laughs> those the time. Those are some of my favorites, man. I'm like, wait, we're replacing celebrities now. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand it. They Lab say, they say all sorts of stuff. It'd be like, Joe Biden's not really Joe Biden. Right, like that. right, right. Like, I don't know. Maybe he does have a double. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the president had a double. I mean, shoot, they <laughs> they did that in in uh, Star Wars, right? Oh, oh of the Star Wars yeah, guys yeah, it, like was, it was it was uh, Queen Amidala, Padme. Padme. Yep, yeah, yep. Pad, Padme had a freaking double. Yep, Kira Knightley I mean, played played her. Yeah, yep. but I mean, like, I don't know about these replacement things. That stuff is weird. I don't know much about it, but it's like, it, what's the point, like, of replacing a celebrity? It's just like if they died, they died. Especially one like Avril Lavigne, because I don't really know what her her sphere of influence is. On, Don't say on, that around on, my wife. On, oh, oh, snap! Really? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, Mrs. Free. I didn't realize it was she's that. Like, I like, Don't talk about Levine like that. <laughs> she's in the other room. Her eye just twitches. She doesn't know why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I felt a disturbance in the force. But yeah. like the Chappelle one, I can almost kind of see because Chappelle's got a lot more of a social impact. You know he he came out of. He came back out of hiding, so to speak. He was never hiding. He was just doing club shows. But he came back. He won a Mark Twain Award. You know, he's got all this this mega deal with Netflix. And he's just, he, he was kicking butt and taking names. All the controversy that he's been under for some of the content of his his stand-up. You know, and people are going, oh, man, that's not that's not Chappelle. That's not Chappelle, man. So it I, might be. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. That that's a weird thing because, like, me, I'm more... I wouldn't say it's a, it's it's a conspiracy theory, but entertaining the idea of um, like psyops because yeah. psyops are real. The military uses them; they have divisions that are for psyops. Um, I don't know. Maybe I mean it could be like the celebrity, but maybe brainwashed or something like that. And, and of I don't course, 
of course, one of my other favorite ones, I got to give a shout out to the lizard people. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know what to do about that. I mean, I watched, like... I, I watched a video, gosh, two to three years ago. And this dude, man, the conviction, the conviction is in his voice. Like, look at him. He transforms under the shadow. And look how he goes. I'm like, it can't, could, couldn't be the lighting that makes it appear that way. It's like, look, and now. They're like his eyes. And now he's back in human form. You see him. And I was just like, word, son. That's where we're going with. Okay. And my last but not least favorite, Flat Earth, baby. Oh, my goodness. I forget about this one all the time. <laughs> hey, look. Full disclosure, guys. We don't want to pick on anybody. I'm not saying these guys are right. I'm not saying they're wrong. Okay. Do I believe the earth is flat? Full disclosure. No, I don't. But it, it's, it's, it's that I watched, I, I did that. I watched, I think it's beyond the, beyond the curve or behind the curve on Netflix about the flat earthers. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> I've met one person that thought it was, yeah, man, that was, flat. um, that was different, bro. That was, that was just one person. I don't, I, I learned that there are people that believe the earth is flat. That's what I learned. I try to look at these things like, what do I, what can I learn? That's what I learned. Yeah. And it's almost like the extent for me, it's almost uh, the guy and this might be a bad example of flat earthers, but that guy seemed to just like the whole celebrity of it all. The main focus of that entire movie, you know, there's others Mm. like me that believe and they, they, they look at this guy like a folk hero. So yeah, if you, if you, if you don't mind, killing a few or wasting a few brain cells watch it <laughs> but if you value your time i'll say don't watch it because I, I mean like hey man you're like a brother to me i love you man i can't i i can't tell you in good conscience that you're gonna step away and feel like you've seen the light you know what i mean no i can pass on that <laughs> I, can, I can definitely pass on the flat earth thing <laughs> There's there's a few of them on that list that I can definitely pass on. A hard pass, like so. lizard people and all that stuff. Like, uh, <laughs> oh man! Oh uh, man, dude! I like, check it out, check it out, and be like, oh man, like shoot. Have you heard of Palantir? I really don't man, want to? <laughs> I really don't want to. <laughs> so, all right, man. Maybe well, something like JFK. <laughs> oh jeez, man. Oh man. So everybody out there listening. We appreciate all the feedback. You are making this show so much better. We love y'all so much. Uh, Free, this was great, man. I, I'm glad that we dove into this, and I can't wait to do another one. You got any last yeah. words? I just want to, I mean, let's see what other people think of this episode, and also just give us feedback. And I don't know, do, you, do people want us to continue with conspiracy theories maybe um do you want us to focus on a, a particular one um or anything else whatever i mean yeah i don't want to become the conspiracy theory show but i will say no. that this is uh this is this has been fun man maybe this is conspiracy theories part one so with maybe, that ladies yeah. and gentlemen and non-binary everybody out there we are out peace
Commonsense Media deactivated.